0: You say I'm strong. You say I'm beautiful. You say I'm loved. You say
1: I should believe what you say. What we need to remember is that God doesn't want us to be confident in ourself. He doesn't need that from us. What God wants from us is for us to be confident in Him and what He can do for us. So I'm here to introduce our guest, Anna Lane Elmore. She's one of my best friends, and she's so near and dear to my heart, and she's such a sweet and genuine girl, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet her. So Anna Lane, do you want to
0: introduce yourself? I'd love to. Uh, hi, guys. I'm so excited that you have let me be a part of this and that you're allowing me to help you share God's truth. and um yeah this is gonna be so much fun i'm excited
1: yes i'm so hyped about this and just to give you all a little background about our friendship we met i don't even remember what year it was but we met through theater because we are both involved in the arts at our school and we met and instant connection we were just really good friends and we did a few scenes together and we performed together a
0: lot and it was just a really fun time uh i can't believe that you're leaving me next year it makes me so sad but like i know that you'll you'll be fine you will but i don't know if i'll be (laughs) but um yeah like it was just like instant and like we became such great friends so quickly And I think I knew you last year, but I think that we actually became friends, like, this year because we were in the same scene. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because I was like, did we meet this year or last year? But we definitely met last year, but, like, this year was really our prime year for friendship. But I do want to tell y'all what our topic is for today. So our topic for today is the theme you say And I was listening to You Say by Lauren Daigle, love her. And I was just like, wow, you know, it's amazing how the the world tends to say different things about us and try to shoot us down. And I was just thinking about that and how we shouldn't be too wrapped up. At all in what the world says about us and I know that's easier said than done but when you realize when you read the word and when you talk to God it's so much easier to realize hey it doesn't matter what the world or what Satan says about me it matters what or even what other people say about me it matters what God says about me and therefore what I say about myself and when you realize that God loves you so much and I used to be super insecure when I was younger and I started realizing like God made me fearfully and wonderfully and he created me so precisely and it's just like if you are spending tons of time creating something and you're really excited about it you take time to make that and you make it so perfectly and so precisely and so intricately And that's the same way that God makes us. He makes us so individually, just like he made the earth so intricately and crafted the moon and the stars and the sunset and the sunrise. He made us that way too. And he never wants us to forget
0: that. So that's kind of what our message is about today. When you told me that we were doing this topic, I was like, this is perfect because I have always struggled with that type of thing. And I feel like, the growth that I've had this year just needs to be shared because this year I have like really started to get closer to God and I I'm like honestly a happier person because of it. And um, so I, well, let's get some backstory. So I'm a very anxious and insecure person. And I've always been like that Um, ever since I can remember fourth, fifth grade, I've been like, this is not how my body's supposed to look. I don't want anybody to look at it. And, of course, that's something that people normally think about, but, like, at the same time, we're not called to think about that type of thing. Um, I have a verse from 1 Samuel. It's um, chapter 16, verse 7, and it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And when I was looking through verses to um, bring forward today, this one really stood out to me because, like, although we struggle with that type of thing, you know, like, God does not see us for how much fat we have on our body or how little fat we have on our body or what our face looks like or, like, literally anything about our appearance. That is not what God focuses on. And I have been like really praying about that and just being like I know that you see me for my heart and for my faith and that like (laughs) that is something that makes me emotional because although I'm still working on myself I know that God sees me perfectly and he knows my heart. Wow that was like incredible (laughs) tell
1: me why I started to get emotional. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that was incredible. Wow. Yeah, I I definitely agree with all of that. Like God sees us for who we are on the inside, which is what's so cool about God is that the first thing he sees is our heart because he can see right through us um, because he made us. But with the world, the first thing they see is our looks. That's that's like a humanly thing is to see fleshly things. And I think one thing that's important to remember is that, you know, you can, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, I was like, you can pray for a beautiful um, person in your life, um, or you can pray to be beautiful, Um, but one thing you have to remember is that he makes us so new that he can change you. Over this past year, I've become so close to God that I've realized that, when i feel like myself and when i feel so close to god and such in a good place with him it grows me as a person and it makes me more attractive so i think that's really important to remember is to pray that you become the person you're meant to be but also that you pray that not only will god make you new but he'll make you beautiful on the inside and out and that will make you more attractive to people and I always like to go back to the law of attraction because you attract what you are and who you are is a is a child of God so if you are a child of God you're going to be attracting people in your life that are really for their faith they're really children of God um if I was this is kind of off topic but um I briefly talked about in a faith friday video about praying for your future spouse, and Um, praying for the future people in your life and how people tend to be like, oh, I really want this Um, beautiful man of God. I really want this woman of God um, who looks a certain way, who does this, who does that, um, and is very in their faith. But you can't really be praying for that if you're not that too. You know, you attract what you are. And if you are a beautiful man or woman of God, you're going to attract that kind of other person. So you really have to think about that and how God sees us for our heart and for our um, beauty because He knows that we're beautiful because he made us. You know, you wouldn't purposely make something that's ugly. And that's something that
0: we have to remember. I loved how you said like a beautiful woman or man of God. And it's like it's like what we're talking about. It's like we are beautiful through Christ and we give new life through Christ and how when we have him living inside of us, then we truly are beautiful. And it's so amazing to see the difference between a person who does have Christ in their heart and a person who does not have Christ in their heart. But that's not what we're talking about. Um, and so it's just, it's amazing to me that there's such a difference and how God truly does look at us and it's not how we are on the outside. It's how we are on the inside. But like people also struggle with how they are on the inside. And that was one of the things that held me back from truly finding my faith um, and getting stronger in my faith this year. I struggle with letting God be in full control. And I struggle with Worrying in general. And that's again, what we're called not to do. But like, even in my heart, even through that, God sees me past my anxiety. He sees me past my grudges. He sees me past the bad parts. He sees who he made because God cannot make anything that is sinful or bad. He is all goodness and he makes all goodness. But our fleshly desires and our fleshly ways that we live make us bad. And we become judgmental and we become anxious and we become hateful and jealous. And that's not how God made us. But even though we still have those parts maybe inside of us, even then he sees past that. And that's one of my favorite things about like, this faith is because i know that i've done that and i know that i am not a perfect person but god sees me past that yeah i i loved that's incredible i loved
1: what you said about um not letting your worry overcome everything else and i i dealt with that a lot too in the past but i loved what you said about struggling with letting God have full control which I feel like is such a prevalent thing in our society we feel I feel like we're trained naturally from a young age to be independent but that's not what God wants God wants us to be dependent on him which is so important because when you learn to be dependent on him and not independent then it it humbles you before him and so I think that's important to remember is that we're supposed to be dependent on God and not worry because we know that he he's got us and that he'll always provide and you just have to trust him wholeheartedly and I feel like that's the part that really trips people up and it's tripped me up in the past is learning to fully trust him like it's so hard to do and it's definitely easier said than done but it's 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 amazing when you learn how to fully trust him because you stop relying on yourself and your own capabilities and um, I also liked what you said about uh, fleshly desires and fleshly things of this world make us judgmental and that's so true and I think that's something I've always been so passionate about is not judging people because they teach you not to judge a book by its cover which is so important Um, but I also feel like we're just not supposed to judge people at all because first of all you don't know what their life story is but also because being judgmental is kind of like you playing god so i feel like it's really hard to give full control because that's hard to do in general it's kind of like when we were little and we tried to do the trust fall um you have to trust in him and you have to do the trust fall with god You have to know that he'll always be there to catch you and his arms are already wide open before you even go to fall. He already knows that you're going to fall and that's why he's prepped himself ahead of time because he knows as humans we're going to fall. And that's why he sent his son to die for us is because he knows that we'll fall. He knows that it's no surprise to him when we do something that's of the world and of sinful desires and of things like that. He knows when all that's going to happen because he can see everything and he has made our life and crafted it. So he knows exactly what's going to happen. So it's no surprise to him when you fall. But it's important to make sure you tell him when you fall. It's it's just a basic communication.
0: I totally agree with everything you said. Um. It's just, it's so hard for us to give up that control. And like you were talking about how like God knows that we're going to fall short of his plans. He, everything that he does is so perfect and so amazing. Actually, one of my verses that I have picked out is Second Chronicles. And it is chapter 20, verse 15. And he says, he said, listen, King Jehoshaphat. And all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. And I feel like going back to like the anxiety and like how we fall short. We are not meant to carry all that baggage. We are not created to handle everything wrong. That's why he sent us Christ. Because he carried our cross because we there's no way possible that we could handle all that sin on top of us. And with that sin, we wouldn't be able to have a relationship with him. So he sent him for us. And I was in a small group last year. And one thing that's always stuck out to me is when I'm feeling a girl said when I'm feeling anxious, I always think like, What is the devil trying to hold me back from that God hasn't planned for me? That is so great. And every time I get anxious, I think of that. First thing I think of is that because God has so many great plans in place, but because of our fears and because of our worries and because of our um, anxiety and so many other things that we do that hold us back are the things that separate us from God. And, um, like, back with the judgmental thing, I had a friend that I'm no longer friends with, and I'm not going to name any names, but I have had to try really hard to let that go and let God take on that grudge, and that is what was mainly holding me back from truly becoming one with him. And now that I have prayed about it multiple times and I think about it almost daily and how God has it in control I am now able to be the person that God created me to be and I am no longer as moody or sad or like this when you hand over your life to Christ he takes the bad things and he handles them and I just think that that's really wonderful And I think I got a little off topic there. I'm not sure. But (laughs) I had a lot to say because yours was just, I, wow. You're so smart. Wow. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I love Um, you.
1: (laughs) You actually segued perfectly into something I was going to mention. How you were talking about leaving that friendship and how that had a profound impact on you and was holding you back from being closer with God. Um, One thing I did want to bring up was um this quote um and so i just wanted to talk about how god has us in seasons and one thing you'll notice about seasons is that they change um and i'm going to mention a quote that i read somewhere The other day, and it really stuck out to me. And it's honestly something that I need to apply more to my life, and something that I really struggle with is letting go and letting God. Um, So let me read it to y'all. When a door closes, knock on it a few times, but if it still doesn't open, let it stay closed. In career, in love, in life, when you see the period at the end of the sentence, don't try and turn it into a comma know when something is over and move on and let God and I just love that so much because it really just speaks measures because something I always have struggled with is letting go of certain things so that's always something I've struggled with is change and I just think that quote really just speaks measures to God's greatness because he will close a door for you and know that if God is ever closing a door, it's because he's opening another one. He's never going to close a door on one thing I've had to learn that actually God told me the other day um, while I was in prayer with him is I was really struggling with um, a friendship that I've been holding on to for a really long time. Um, And I asked advice on it from you, I think. Um, And even if it is meant to be, even if it isn't, it doesn't matter because I know that God has a superior plan and even if that friendship or that period in my life ends, I know because of what God told me, he told me that no matter what, just know that I'm not going to close something good that's good for you unless there's something even better and people are going to leave your life that's just a part of life but just know that he doesn't take he only gives um so anytime that you feel like he's taken someone or something out of your life that you held close to you it's because something better is coming um or maybe he's removed that person out of your life for the moment because um maybe they need to do some growing as well there's always a bigger plan in mind So even at the moment, you know, if you need to cry, that's okay. Just go ahead and cry. Get it all out. But just realize that there's something better coming. Um, And one thing I did want to touch on is this thing I read. And it just talks about God's voice versus Satan's voice. And another one is what you say about yourself versus what he says. And I'm going to name some scriptures that you can reference later. So God's voice stills you, leads you reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, and convicts you, and many more. (laughs) And Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, that's really good, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, and condemns you and so another thing i did want to touch on is what you say versus what god said so the first one is it's impossible that's something we say a lot it's impossible i can't do that the uh, verse to combat that with is luke 18 27 and that's literally just a straight straight truth that is god literally saying this is what you say but this is what i say um and so that's a good one the next one is, I'm too tired. Um, and then the one that you can combat that with is Matthew 11, um, verse 28. You said, I'm too tired. He says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Um, the next one is, Nobody loves me. And that's what you say, but he says in Jeremiah 31 3, he says, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. You say, I can't do this anymore. He says, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. You say, I'm not able. He says, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. You say, I'm always worried. He says, 1 Peter 5, 7. You say, I feel alone. He says, Hebrews 13, 5. Um, the next one is, I can't do it. And he says, Philippians 4.13, you can do all things through Christ. I'm not smart enough. The next one, I'm pretty sure a pretty obvious one to y'all is when you say I'm not smart enough, he says, I'll give you wisdom in 1 Corinthians one thirty. The next one is uh, something that we all do, especially on social media. We say, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not fit enough. um, I'm not fast enough, etc. And he says, Psalms 139.14, which is, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so I said all that to say... God always has an answer. Like, each time you think something, he combats it. It's like a debate. (laughs) You're like having a debate with God. Like, you're like, but I don't think this of myself. And he's saying, well, this is what I'm saying you are. Time for a little break. So during this time, go grab a snack, go grab some drink, go play with your dog, do whatever you want, have some fun, and we'll be back in a sec. Um, I do want to ask you the question that I ask all my guests on this Wow So Good podcast is to tell us one time that really just stuck out
0: to you and showed you how good God is. Well, um, this has more to do with his plan more than anything. But um, when I was about to go into fifth grade, my parents told my brothers and I that they were about to get a divorce. And of course, that is something that you never want to hear. Um, and so I really struggled with that. And I still do this sometimes, but I don't want to seem like a burden to anyone. So I really didn't talk about it. And I felt like I didn't have anyone to fall back on at all. But during like the next year, that is when I like, that's the first time that I remember truly like falling in love with Christ. I prayed. Constantly I would read scripture. I would just spill my heart out to him, and of course that's what we're called to do, but I had never done that before. But like that that like (laughs) that really showed me that God's plan is so much greater than ours, and how we cannot be in control. And I love that. And although it was a hard time in my life, that was a, that was a hard season for me. I saw how great God is. And I, I truly, like I said before, I fell in love with him. And it was just such a wonderful time in my life, although it was difficult. And again, that's his plan. And I truly wouldn't trade it for the world like at all because it turns me into the person that I am today that
1: is so great thank you Anna Lane for coming I love you so much um I hope you guys enjoyed having Anna Lane here I sure did it was super fun um and so we can close in prayer Father God, we just thank you so, so much for giving us this opportunity to share your word with people and tell them their worth and um, allow them to realize how good you are. And you are just so great. And I feel like everyone should know how great you are. Um, and we just praise you and we love you so much. and. We thank you for giving me the platform to be able to share your word with people and um, to speak to people that may not even have had the exposure to you yet. Um, And we thank you so much for being such a kind hearted God and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great day and a blessed day. And follow us on Instagram at WellSoGoodPodcast. Love you guys.